people, if you're not happy with something you've said, you just need to say, oh, fuck, and then you can't put it in anyway, so you're Lad. Milk, mate. Ah, real man's drink. Got to rehydrate after a tough round, you know. Mate, what was the story with the lad giving you 70? No, is that including your fear? Is that total? Nah, total. You must have been horrendous. It's a complete disgrace. No, nah, it was just a tight Dutchman. So, do they need to pay you? What do they? There's surely a fee arranged prior to. What's the fee arranged prior to? 50 quid? 55. Well, that is passionate. And it was the For heaviest a, bag. The heaviest bag known to man. He had knee braces. Had about 30 balls, uh, I had <gasps> five bottles of water. It was roasting. It was about 22 degrees going on about 32 degrees. No wind. How has he got around that course, mate? He had a big stupid leather, um, like rain yep. hood on his golf bag. God. Had a sandwich in it and he threw it all over the first putting green. Who is he playing with? Just his mates. It was a, oh, it was a golf tournament. Golf like him and his mates are over. It was good stuff though. But, uh, aye. Have you aye. aye. What's that? What have you been doing? Just working, brother. Just working, working and getting ready for Brighton away this weekend, mate. That'll be quality. Can't wait, eh? Can't wait. Who's that with? <coughs> Will I know any other boys on there? Baxter. Boy, aye, aye, Baxter. Baxter. Senior. Aye, senior. Le- leather, leather jacket, the aficionado. Yeah, he's going. <coughs> uh, Craig, this guy in Aberdeen, you've probably been, uh, been out with him before. Kind of boy with kind of long hair, does the cycling. Aye, yeah, the little, little Rangers fan. Yeah, a little Honda I'm telling him. That's uh, a, that's a play, uh, politically oh, correct. Bloody Pete's there. Fuck. The left arm, Jimmy Anderson. Yeah, the real swing bowler. He'll uh, he'll be piling into this boy because this boy uh, was Pete's best man and obviously got right stuck into Pete. So this will be like Pete getting retribution. Decent. Here, we'll just keep this in <clears throat> and we'll just invite Abby in and just start cracking on. Yeah, why not, bud? Why not? She's not. She's not here yet. But I suppose we've made no. our way, haven't we? Mate, how that's you, like how that was like fate. It was, how have you thought it was eight o'clock? That's like fate that I've picked up the phone and just thought when I was out with back, oh, give back. I'll give Holly a quick phone. Make sure he's good for eight. And then you're like, ah, he starts at seven. Oh no! But yeah, mate. I don't know. I must have just. I think I've. You know, when you go on Twitter and you see the messages at the bottom, and I've just like seen the start of it, and I just for whatever reason thought it was arranged for eight o'clock. Um, yeah, we good, we good. It's the same old I, shit every every pod. I did you even did you get on the park on chat Saturday? No, no. Apart from football, about twenty minutes after we called it off. You've got a right buzz cut now, eh? That's a disgrace. We could do it. Just let it grow. Uh, out. Now I'm going to go to the barbers and get a skin fade. Mate, keep it's it, like keep it long right. on the top and then uh, just bring up in in at the sides because it is. It's like uh, I look like one of those macaroni penguins. You know the ones with stick out the side. Yeah. <laughs> If you know your penguins, you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I do, mate. Yeah, they've kind of got the orange tint. Ah, that's the ones, yeah. Do you know, um, hi, one of the boys down the road's got one of those skin fades, but it's like, aye, it must be like, say, a 0.5 on the top and like a zero inside, but it looks cool. He's got the hairline for it. it looks, ah, okay. looks, looks, it looks, looks hard. It looks well, hard. I'm, I'm hoping in the right hard. sunlight, I've got a hairline for it, but... Oh, yeah, nah, you've I'm hanging on. You're not going to Turkey anytime soon, pal. Yeah, some of those jobs look horrific, don't they? Looks sore, mate. Looks horrendous. Two of the boys from Fletch. You know, Fletch got his done, eh? Did he? Aye. Fletch. Oh. Fletch is 
piece, but see, to start with, he said it was like so sore and like itchy for like, ah, yeah, yeah, oh, it like beds in, and then it, then he was all right. Um, it looks so. I remember I uh, I met one of Umer's mates. Yeah, yeah. What are we doing again? We're supposed to be playing golf for Gaudi, and we were in uh, what's that boozer called on Morrison Street in Edinburgh, next to Haymarket. Oh, platform five. No, 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 no. That's that's the weather spoons. No, the one. It's up oh, Morrison Street. Is it the gin? The, the gin place, botanist? The botanist? Jolly botanist? Jolly botanist in there, yeah. And uh, I'm supposed to be playing golf for gouts. I can't remember, but one of Umer's mates was in there, like, fresh from a hair transplant, and his <sighs> head just looked agony. Do you wear a cap or do you the bandana or something? <laughs> no, it was just straight up, fresh boulder, little spike marks <sighs> in the top of his nugget. Aye, no good, like. Embrace, embrace the boulder. Yeah, I've got a lot of time for this from Abby Aitken. She's using every minute of this 7.30 meet. Delayed 7.30 meet. It was originally 7 o'clock, obviously. Oh, we've had but a Us clowns have ah. been late. Mate, I was at the lights at 5 to 7, thinking, shit, I've got something on here. I can't remember what it is. Podcast. <laughs> Damn it. Unbelievable. So you weren't the only one, Liam. To be fair, of late, I'm usually prepped and waiting for you. True. That is true. I feel like I've lost my <laughs> voice. How'd you go with Wallace and uh, Dale at Newmarket? <laughs> Uh, it was a really good day, like, but I didn't play very well. Um, your brother is the most negative golfer I've ever met in my life. He stands on every tee box, and it's like, how are we ever going to reach the green? How are we ever going <laughs> to? How are we going to get the ball in the hole? It's like you just stand up there and hit it, Dale. We might have a chance. What but, was he wearing? Felt like a village idiot, or no? He dressed like he dresses well, and then you'll take a. I- Takes and then he'll just bring something out of the bag. So he took off his his long sleeve or his vest that he was wearing, and he was wearing a like a polo shirt with like pelicans and uh, palm trees and stuff on it. It no. wasn't uh, each to their own. It's not for me. No, but, um, we, generally, just, generally, he's a pretty well dressed golfer. I'm a I'm a pretty poorly dressed golfer if I'm being honest. Mm. A lot of Nike and Adidas gear, which doesn't fit me very well because now that I'm middle aged man. I don't know, like you've lost it. summer. Like- Nah, it's all it's all uh, around the waist and the, the boobs. But um, mm. <clears throat> obviously, I was I was playing golf with Wally, so I was never going to be the worst dressed in the three ball. No, no, um, no. He, he was just oh, in Jim's cupboard. Oh, oh, what game. was he going? What did he go with? Like red chinos and horrible black high tech spikes. Nah, I think he was wearing shorts, but like with a pair of like stupid socks and a pair of golf shoes. So was, yeah, you're never going to be the worst dressed if Wally's there. But did he pull was, out driver at any point? I hit, he was actually hit driver okay. It's uh, I Dale tries to frighten the life out of you on every tee box, so you're worried about taking driver. But <laughs> Wally, I think Wally after the, after the third hole was like, I'm not listening to him anymore. Because if you if you listen to him, you just walk off. <laughs> <laughs> it is, don't get me wrong. This is we're talking about Newmarket Hawks Hill Golf Course in Aberdeen, and it's uh it's not my cup of tea because it's Parkland pish, but mm. it's tough. It is tough. It's narrow off the tee. Um, and it's a yeah, it's a challenging golf course, but it's not what you want to hear on every tee box that you're just never going to make the, the green or <laughs> land it on grass. So it's uh, have you played it? No, have you walked nah, mate, it? Not even walked it, mate. Not even walked it. But um, how did you go in uh, God's Country on Sunday? Oh, Farfar, mm. mate. Farfar golf course. Anyone okay. likes their golf, get to Farfar. I think I don't know what the green fee is for a <clears throat> for a visitor for a guest. Or for that open, it was 15 quid. I'm actually due your brother 15 quid. <laughs> um, Forfer's a great course. It's, do you know what? Here's one for you. It's the first ever golf course. You'll probably know this. It's the first ever 18-hole golf course in the world from inception. 
So That's every correct. other golf course before that started off as a nine hole or a twelve hole, and then became an eighteen hole. Yeah. But for for I fought me, I was absolutely burst because obviously our game got called off early doors on the Saturday. Mm. Mm. We were uh, on the beers early doors, so I can't drink. So it was. Uh, I was home by about half eleven, I think. So it was a good twelve hour, twelve hour sesh, and then uh, eight thirty tea time. Your brother was not good. Done you, not, not, not done you there, that's early. Yeah, no. and I, when you, here she is. Here she is. Hi, so I'm even late for the, the <laughs> second time, sorry. So I sat down and didn't actually realise it was half past so quick, so apologies. We've just been chirping you there for using every, and we're just chirping you there for using every minute up to half past. <laughs> oh, nothing's changed then, that, eh? <laughs> <laughs> that's Got that one in pretty quick, didn't I? I was waiting to say, yeah. <laughs> That must have been, that's 20 years ago at least. Oh, I know. I was I actually was thinking about that not that long ago. Um, didn't realise I was in the earshot of Calvin's dad. Thankfully, <laughs> didn't, thankfully didn't say anything too bad. Um, but he, but, he then he then piped up and I was like, oh, hi, I didn't see you there. And I thought, oh, shit, what did I just say? But um, no, it was funny. I think it was, yeah. God, it would have been under 15s, was it? 17? Something like that, yeah. He would have chirped you worse than us. I mean, I've tried to gas. just... Uh, park it now though because I don't really like uh, thinking back to those memories of our bros smashing Montrose <laughs> um, wasn't the nicest but anyway it was get you and Barry Gourley out and we were right into you <laughs> oh come on James Many tried good shout yeah he was not a bad player <laughs> do you remember Barry Gourley Liam yeah mate he's um, he's, he's not a bad junior footballer actually Barry Gourley isn't it I haven't <laughs> seen Barry probably since junior cricket to be honest but um, he was a good t- he, I think he ended up playing Scotland 15s and stuff he did alright he did mm-hmm. yeah he was the same age as Calvin so a couple of years younger than me or a year younger yeah, he, yeah. Was good, he was a good player he is a good footballer as well because he played football I played football against him yeah he, he was just one of these really annoying like athletes that was just good at any sport he tried yeah. he just anyway that was a blast past we're just going to get cracked in here Abby because uh-huh. we've been chatting away and we don't want it to come across as a as a formal interview do you know what I mean it's yeah. sort of a bit of Leather and talk about the qualifiers and everything else. Yep. Um, and just double checking, do you edit it like, or is it just like off you go? <laughs> no, nah, we'll edit some of it. Yeah, it depends will, on, right, okay. on how so nice if, you if are. If you do ask me something that I really don't want to answer, I can just say like, no, not answer it, but not that you're going to. But more, yeah. if I like say, if I swear or something like that, it's not going to be the end of the world. No. Oh no. You can ab- you can abuse uh, Gordon Drummond as much as you want. Well, that's but... true. That's true. Hoggy's yeah. in the hope that uh, Charles are editing as well, so you can imagine things are done very thoroughly. <laughs> okay, okay, good. We've been in trouble for swearing too much, but we don't really edit. Oh, have you? Yeah. Just early in the Mainly podcast. Hoggy. Just early yeah. in the podcast, ah. but we'll... Uh, nah, I don't really edit much out. We can edit some stuff out. Oh, don't, don't tell me that. Okay. Nah. I didn't edit out. We, we, were supposed to, we were supposed to chat about the um, the Women's Super Series at the, last, at the end of the last pod, but he had to yeah. rush off. He was like, yeah. Sack that off. We've not got enough time. But you edit that out, Hoggy, and I just left it. So it's right at the end of the last <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Uh, you, you, your name was mentioned. Were you meant to be helping Pete Ross for one of the games? I was. Yeah. Never, yeah. No, I was supposed to be the one at our broth, and I would have yeah, liked to have done it. it. But I think it was the one so I hadn't had a Sunday off or something, and, yeah. and I'd already said I was going to do something, so we couldn't yeah. do it. So Peter was a one-man band, and then he was on crutches for the back end of it as well. So he was pretty struggles, but oh, was he it got that there. game? Was it that game that he hurt his knee? No, he didn't. He he did it for Harriet's, but I don't oh, know who okay. who he was playing against. But he just said he went down a bit weird in the field, and then kind of thought, "Oh, that hurt!" And then like his knee was triple the size it should have been. 
and he was like it's fine it's fine and we were like that is not fine um and yeah I think I don't know if he's waiting on an operation or what but he's he's not he's done something pretty bad I think that he's a bit he's made a chocolate so <laughs> he's always got something does Peter unfortunately talking of chocolate knees Liam Sweeney he's made a chocolate as well uh, oh I hate him I even hear stories about it I remember what he was telling us he was like Pete was fielding at point or something remember yeah against Bell and he's right. dived all and then like mm-hmm. and things have just gone horribly wrong but yeah I, no. I have a like true story I have a phobia of knees and I know it sounds so stupid but I, I like literally cannot touch knees I can't <laughs> see knees it's disgusting I can't touch my own knees I'm being genuinely serious and it's horrendous because the amount of people in cricket that get knee injuries and I'm just like oh, I'm gonna be sick I'm gonna faint it's awful and I actually speaking of bad girly it was because of his brother I swear we were playing five sides years ago um, with Montrose Cricket Club and he like really badly dislocated his knee and oh, Barry's brother they all they all did it and it just I can't can't really deal with it so when Peter turned up to cricket I was like nah no <laughs> not happening <laughs> get can't oh his, his brother we were playing Watsonians at Meyer side yeah and he talked a big game about hitting a big ball and whatever was he was it his first ball wheel or had he been in for a bit nah, he, he put one over there for six and then this was like him trying to repeat it Aye, and he swung himself clean off his feet, and he's just on. His brother's about six foot what? Yeah, eight. Yeah, when he's over. T- aye, he's a big lad, and he's just like crumpled in a heap. His knee had dislocated. No, nah, and nah, gone back, nah, and he had nah. he had pads on. Yeah, that is horrendous. Yeah, oh, I still remember they got they got him off the got him off the pitch that day, and he was obviously all over the shop. And then about things kind of settled down, and about maybe an hour later. One of the Watsons boys came over and introduced himself as a doctor. <laughs> I was like, "Where were you? Where were you?" <laughs> That's kind of what you want, at least, to be honest. Mm. You want you want someone there that can help, but maybe not an hour after you've been lying in pain. Nobody, nobody do their knees on that uh, square that you're playing on in Spain. Oh my god, the girls were laughing. It was you guys that tweeted about the wheat bits, wasn't it? Yeah. I mm. have never in my life seen a square like it. We turned up and we were just like, where, where is the pitch? And they were like, yeah. that's, it, that's it, that's where you're playing. And we were just like, what? what? That picture I screenshotted, I, was, yeah. I could not believe it. Yeah, wasn't great. But your tweet did make the team chuckle. The girls were sort of like, oh, thank God, some other people are commenting about it. And um, Aye, This is the Becky Glenn supporters club here. Absolutely. What an innings. What a player. Um, yeah, I know. Saved my bacon no. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they just... They went, they just like crumbled the Irish the, under the pump a wee bit and then it was like great. But a little bit um, nerve-wracking watching the skipper out in the middle take her time, not going to lie. There was a few uh, <laughs> nervous people at the sidelines. But, it was yeah. nervy watching it from here because you didn't know what yeah. was going to happen. But you've got, a, you've got a deep batting order. You need, someone just had to come in yeah. and change it and that's what Becky did. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. Plus, she made it with, what, just over and over to go and those sixes Aye. that she... Bomb towards the end, I was like, right, that's yeah, settled it that, that massively helped for sure. Um, oh, the, the wind that day was like so strong as well, so you kind of knew every second over had to be a big over because, like, I mean, I ended up getting caught out hitting it in the air in the wrong direction, classic me. Um, but yeah, they, they, we were thankfully like the 18th, eh, sorry, the 17th and the 19th were like landing in the right end for us, so we knew that. There's a there was more of a chance we were going to finish it with one right. over to go rather than having to take it into the last over, which I don't I don't think I could have right. watched it to be honest. It was always uh, there every times, but 
got there. Absolutely, absolutely. And then, obviously, it was always going to come down to that fixture with the Irish. Uh, Abby, did you see the other opposition? Did Was any of them big, big improvers or is there any surprise at all with the Dutch? I think we were, we were pleased to see there's, there was more European countries than there ever has been. Um, like, that is key to develop the women's game. And, um, you know, there was a bit of comment before the tournament about, you know, Germany and France's participation, but... They've got to start somewhere. We did at one point. You know, Scottish women's cricket's only 2000 that we were formed. So 21 years and a huge time in terms of developing the game. So, um, yeah, we, we probably highlighted, if we're honest, that the Dutch and the Irish games. Um, we hadn't played the Dutch for a wee while. I actually can't. I think that would have been. Well, I couldn't tell you. Actually, last we played with COVID and stuff now. But uh, we had, we're aware that they could be pretty dangerous, especially in the T20 format. We've got a few big hitters. Um, so we knew with, with them, if we got their wickets early, we would have been um, all right. Um, but the Irish game, obviously, always a good game. Um, we've had a little bit of a change in fortunes, thankfully. And we're, we're bringing players through now that you know aren't used to just being beaten by Irish every time we, we come up against them, which is what we want. And there's a few senior players like myself that's probably guilty of that mindset. So it's been a, a real battle to try and change that. But we've beat them... Four times now in the last, um, well, in the last twenty years, and twice has been this year. So yeah. that's that's a real turning um, point for us as a team, and uh, just got to to keep working on that and keep building on that. So yeah, fantastic win. Um, so proud to get over the line, and obviously a very nerve wracking game. But um, yeah, still still a bit of hard work to, to put in before the globals. How was Hi. the um, traveling and? COVID times and stuff like that. So like away from away from the actual cricket facilities. How- how he was treated and how did the the kind of camp go? Yeah, it's tough. Um, you know, up until the point, even when you get on the plane, like you, you've put in a lot of work. There's PCR tests, there's bubbles, there's you. You got to be so careful. Um, so even when you were on the plane, you sort of thought you could sigh, a, have a sigh of relief, but you you couldn't really. You knew you were also going to be tested on arrival, tested on day two. So. Um, there was a lot of just personal responsibility. Um, you know, there's no hiding from this virus that's, that, we've, that we're in the midst of. So it was quite nerve wracking. Um, but, you know, thankfully everyone everyone was negative and we got there safely. Um, and then in Lamanga, we were in the hotel, but we were as isolated as possible from the other hotel users. So we were never mixing. Um, there was like an outdoor terrace area that the, the teams could sort of congregate on. But again, we weren't mixing with other teams and stuff. So... Thankfully, the tournament was only sort of eight days and we weren't going stir crazy in there, but we were effectively in a lockdown. Um, but that was the right thing to do in order for the tournament to, to happen safely and have no um, positive cases and everyone to get home as well, which was another thing that we were all a little bit anxious about. But um, yeah, it, it was tough. But for the, the, the time that we were there, it was it was definitely manageable. Um, lots of card games, lots of board games and <laughs> trying to keep ourselves occupied on the rest days. Really. So I listened to the Cricket Scotland podcast uh, yeah. I love Mark Coles. I love the way he talks yeah. about cricket and whatever, but he said that you're allowed to go out for a couple of drinks. So what does that mean? Is that like out in La Manga, tearing up? No, it was outside. Outside on that terrace that, oh, uh, <laughs> that we were allowed to go on. So yeah, unfortunately, no uh, no partying in Spain, anything like that. Not as uh, glamorous as it maybe sounded like um, from Mark. <laughs> but yeah, we, we basically couldn't go into anybody else's rooms. Um, so any socialising that ah, we did okay. with the team was in this area of the hotel that we were allowed to access outside. Um, thankfully, like the rooms had balconies and stuff, so we could have ah. fresh air and water when you needed. I make it sound like a prison; it really wasn't. <laughs> um, but no, that was just a few a few drinks. The, the team, the Scotland team, for as long as I've been in it, we've not been. We're not 
big drinking team we you know we're happy to just celebrate with with each other um the girls are actually they're pretty professional if I'm honest but I I think um that win was like now let's let's just relax have a glass of wine have a have a beer and just uh, really enjoy the moment because they've not happened as much as we probably wanted them to but um yeah it was a really good night after that game um but it was in the middle of the week so we had a couple of games still to go which we we wanted to make sure that we didn't take our foot off the gas very professional I was about, I was fully expecting a ten pointer there, but even, even if there was any uh, scandal, I don't think I'd be sharing it here. I think my teammates wouldn't forgive me. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> how have you How have you found uh, Mark Holtz since he's come in? Abby, has he done anything anything different? A different approach from someone who's worked kind of New Zealand Pakistan side or. Yeah, Mark's um, Mark's been great. He's been completely different to anything that we have had before. Um, took us a while to sort of get used to the way he works. And I think similar with him, uh, he had to get to know a, lo- a lot of players in, in quite quick time, to be honest. He, he sort of came out of isolation when he first moved here. And then it was only a few weeks and he was thrust into the uh, tour to Ireland against Holland. So um, he didn't really have too long to prepare. It was quite a high, let's get on with things type thing. So um yeah, he's been he's been great. He, he doesn't mince his words. Um, he's a very emotional guy. Um, he'll say what he's thinking, and he wants that of the players as well, which I think is really cool. It's a new sort of a new way of honesty. I think that it's quite easy, especially in women's teams that I've played in. As we can all be a little whispery in the background, but Mark just wants you to say it how it is. And if right. you've got a problem or if you've got some an idea, he'd rather let's have it out in the open. So that's been quite refreshing. Um, and yeah, I've spent six months in New Zealand a few years ago, and uh, yeah, Kiwis definitely don't mince their words. So no. it's been really cool, really, really good um, to have him as part of the squad. And hopefully, he's sort of found his feet now in, in Scotland and uh, enjoying his time here. It's, it's tough, it's tough for him. He's got family, you know, back in Australia, so um, I'm sure he's missing home quite a bit. But he's he's been brilliant, and um, yeah, just hoping hoping we can have some fixtures up in the near future that we can start working towards. Aye. Aye, every time he's been on this Cricket Scotland podcast, he speaks really well, comes across well. I've not had a chance to speak to him. He's been up at Arbroath a couple of times, just for like yeah. little sessions with <clears throat> Megan and Abby and stuff like that. But they've said the same thing. They said they really liked working with him, but yeah. he's, he's hard. Yeah. Abby, actually, she was greeting to me. She said, I broke her finger. I just hit a high, like a, just a normal catch, and she dropped in. said it broke her finger. She was out for oh, like no. two weeks with a broken finger. What a load of rubbish. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> aye, he seems to have, I liked what he was speaking about um, the first half of the chase against Ireland, how it was very sort of like you were in, in your shell sort of thing. Yeah. And I think he spoke about you and Kate McGill coming in and not having the sort of fear to go over the top and sort of take yeah. them on a little bit. Yeah, and that's definitely it, been, a, been a sort of method as well. And, and it's been, you know, we, we have in the past let ourselves down with the back quite a bit. We've always had like a bowler heavy team. Um, so we need our bowlers to become all-rounders effectively yeah. and we need our batters to start producing bigger runs so that, that was never a secret and Mark probably knew that that was high up in his priority list when he got the job um, but yeah he, he's just had that sort of no fear mentality he, he would rather us be all out as a team for 60 chasing down a bigger total than fall 40 runs short but we've still got 2-3 wickets in hand and um, it, sounds, it sounds easy it sounds simple when you say that but actually just having that coach tell you that's the plan. It, it's just all about fear. He wants us to fail. And he talks a lot about, you know, cricket's a game where you fail a lot more than you succeed. Um, and yeah, that's yeah. okay. But you, in order to succeed, you have to fail. So that whole mindset personally really helped me. Um, I've never been seen as a batter. Um, I'm at the crease for a, a good time, not a long time. Yeah. 
<laughs> and uh, he, he's had the faith in me to, to open the batting in the Super Season. He said, go and have a go, have a swing. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care, you know, how you go Aye. about it, but just just have a swing and uh, be, be aggressive. And that's been really refreshing because I've never really had a coach sort of, not not really put that trust in me, but just just tell Aye. me to play with freedom. Um, so yeah, he, he's he's uh, done a lot of work like that with the girls and uh, it's been, yeah, just about changing mindsets and being a bit, bit more fearless and really nice uh, attribute to sort of bring in. You can definitely see that. It was the first game of the Super Series. It was a low scoring game, wasn't it? Yeah. I can't remember the exact scores, but after that game, it changed. Yeah. And like, yeah. even working with Megan, she hits the ball hard. Mm-hmm. And at CR Broth, it's very much like, don't give it away. Stay yeah. Really sort of just be, just block the shit out of it, basically. And, yeah. <laughs> but you can tell Megan's changed how she thinks about batting. And now she goes out and hits yeah. it, hits it really yeah. hard. And that, that's exactly what's happened. Megan's had a, a brilliant season. She, um, and she, she, she's still really young. Um, I think you forget sometimes just how young and she's still got a little bit of coming out her shell to do, but um, she's getting there. But she, yeah, she's just going from strength to strength and it's just Aye. the more she understands her role and how she plays, I think it'll help. Um, and that's exactly the same with everyone else. I think we often just try and be someone we're not or try and play that textbook shot. And it's just Aye. really not about that. As soon as you no. can just forget about that, let let go a little bit and just express yourself and go and yeah. have a bit of fun and, and just be okay with failing like Mark keeps saying then yeah it's just opened up so many more avenues for us so um yeah it's been it's been really cool to see it's been cool to see other girls put their hands up and um, you know we, we the, the Bryce sisters are not uh that unfamiliar with the Scottish cricket but you know everyone knows their names everyone knows what they're capable of Aye. but actually um other people are putting their hands up now um, which is which is cool and it's easier for them you know it's a lot we have as a team spoken a lot about how we probably put a bit of pressure on them um, with, you know, they, they feel like the game's there, they have to win it for us, They we have to rely on them. But um, it's been quite interesting with them being away in the 100, they've had a great time, obviously, Abba Maksud's been away as well. Aye. Um, and I think the, the Bryce is coming back into the fold with the team. They've hopefully seen a sort of different confidence around the girls where we don't expect them to win games because we know that we're capable of doing it now as well. So. Um, yeah, it was, it's been it's been really cool, and we've just got to continue that into next season and beyond that. So yeah, Liam, I can't yeah, wait no. for you to come out swinging again for Strathy <laughs> up the top now. No fear. <laughs> um, no, I was. Uh, it's funny. I was looking at a few of the cards. I've been and noticed like um, some games it was as many as like seven bowlers, eight bowlers, and uh, yeah. and they're kind of more equally shared around. And it's good. It's really good to see. It's really good to see that that's. Uh, that's happening. And well, on the case of uh, your pal Arbroath, I guess she got 70 on at the weekend as well for the twos. I don't know if you saw Did that. Did she? Oh, brilliant. She's 70 not yeah. out against Fruki. If yeah, there's any who, team in the world you want to get 70 to out against, probably them. <laughs> but they lost. So they lost by, oh, I think, I'll lose in 70. 20 or 30 no, or something like that. Still a good effort, though, against well, Fruki. Against yeah, Fruki. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Really She's definitely yeah, good enough like, to be playing. We have, um, we've always been a, a bowler-heavy team and I don't know I don't know what it is with women's cricket, but it's just always when we when we attract you know more girls to the game and or even you know women at older age join like join a club or get involved with cricket, they always end up bowling. And I don't know what that is about women's cricket and batting. I don't know if it's a hard ball like issue. I don't know if it's the fear factor. Like, I don't know what it is, but um, the ones that actually do pick up a bat and start to enjoy it, they then just worry so much about their te- technique yeah. or how they look. And I think. We're just slowly like getting rid of that now and just like just go out, just hit the ball, just express yourself, just have a bit of fun and um 
thankfully it's paying off now. But yeah, we, we've we're spoiled for choice with bowlers. It doesn't, you know, as as a bowler myself, it's been there. Uh, quite. Ch- we've probably faced that competition for places. You're um, an all rounder. For a lot of other. Bowler. Well, thank, thanks for that. <laughs> I didn't pay, I didn't pay him to say that. I promise. But um, yeah, I've actually struggled. I've had a few years sort of not really taking a role with the ball. Um, that horrible yips word came into play, but was slowly really? slowly defeat. Yeah, I had a, I had a shocking time with it. Yeah, you you hear people speak about it, and you, you sort of uh, oh yeah yeah it's not nice it's not nice. But I think it's one of these things that you you know you've had it when you've like when you've had it it's in the middle of it awful. Why, yeah, what, what it, happened? You just couldn't get out. Right, yeah, like, bouncing two, twice. Two, so. I, probably two. Three, I'm gonna get shot for saying this and bringing it up again. I promise myself that it's done, and I'm not talking about it anymore. Um, yeah, just a few years ago, I uh, bowled a. I think it was a 12 or a 13 ball over in a sure. Scotland rep game against England Academy. And I just had no idea how I was going to finish it. It was the worst feeling I have ever experienced in a cricket uh, pitch. Um, I, had, I was captain at the time. I had a very young team out on the pitch. Um, not one of them came up to me and sort of said in had been the over. I had a data Bryce behind the stumps, probably about 17 at the time, you know, uh, years ago. All she sort of was was hand gestures, just straighten the line up a bit, <laughs> and I was sort of like, no shit, yeah, I know this, I know this, I know exactly what I need to do. I just couldn't do it, and it was just the worst feeling. I've never wanted the ground to open up and swallow me before, sure. like I did. Um, but we got there. The over finished. That was definitely me not bowling for the rest of the game, and um, yeah, it's just been a long process since then. All mentality, um, you know, I'm, you don't become a, a bad bowler overnight, but. Uh. Yeah, it's something that I oh, see if I see someone struggling with or in a, in a game, if I'm watching a game of cricket now and somebody bowls in two, two or three wides in and over, my heart just sinks for them. I'm just like, oh, come on, please, like, keep going. <laughs> it's just the worst feeling. But but we are, uh, to finish on a positive on that, where we're, I'm coming back, I'm getting there again. I obviously had a decent back end of the tournament with the ball. I got a few overs under my belt against the Germans and the French. So, um, yeah, Mark and Catherine sort of just kept showing me that belief and uh yeah all went well touch food so fingers crossed keeps keep heading that way <laughs> and then i will call myself an all-rounder <laughs> not so much abby excuse our ignorance but uh-huh. when in this this tournament brings you into the now the global qualifier which is for the t20 world yeah. cup in south africa 2023 what's the, do you even know where we're going for this global call or what's what, Nah, you're not ignorant what? at all. Like you could nah. have told me that you've done a lot of research, but I we've tried. not heard not heard when <laughs> it is or when it is. Um, and that's what I was saying earlier about you know what fixtures we've got to come and and what Mark's got to start looking forward to for, for prepping, but we, we don't know. Um, I think it's in uh, our growth and forfa. <laughs> don't don't joke. You never the know. You never know. We like taking women's cricket to that part of the world. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, we we don't have much information. I believe next summer or or like from April time i'm not sure but we don't know where yet there's still a lot of regional tournaments to happen as well so we don't know the other teams that will be joining um, likely that ireland will still get through um being the second place best runner-up or whatever uh, yeah. you want to call them um so they'll probably be joining us from the europe region as well uh but yeah i don't know where don't know when um we might have the commonwealth games qualifiers before that but again, awesome. we don't know anything about where, when. Um, I think January has been mentioned, um, but I think there's a lot to put in place to make that happen. So it, again, it's still up in the air. We might not be going. We might be going at 
who knows? It's the life of a Scottish women's cricketer. You've just got to be ready to go and hopefully have good uh, good employers that let you get annual leave at the drop of a hat. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's a constant battle with the uh, plan and not, not just the coach and staff are in the same position because Scotland are in the same. It's nothing that they can control. No. Um, it is really difficult. We're all still amateur cricketers. We don't have contracts of any kind. Um, we, we get paid match fees and we get support like that now, which is great. Um, that's that's been brilliant in the last few years to have that sort of introduced to the game. Um, but in terms of girls getting out of university or out of school, out of work, it's, uh, it's a constant constant battle. So mm. it's quite quite challenging to plan, but we get there. Absolutely. So the match fees and stuff have just come in. So it must have changed so much since you started playing. Oh, for the national yeah. team, Abby. Yeah, you can't you can't compare. I think we're, we were chatting. A few of the older girls were chatting um, with some of the youngsters in in Spain actually, and just talking about. I think my first Scotland sort of tracksuit and training gear was like large men's and whatever sort of was left from the men taking their allocation. And well, here here was it. and uh, yeah, we. I'm probably I'm a bit of a granny Abby in the team now because I'll say something <laughs> and I hear myself say it and I think no, I haven't had <laughs> said that, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, just sometimes when I hear some of the girls have a moan about maybe their kit bag's not big enough or oh, yeah. you know their their fifth jumper they've got's got a hole in it, I'm just like, oh, you don't know how lucky you've got. <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they, they just get the look now and then they're a bit like, oh, shouldn't have said that in your shot, Abby. <laughs> um, yeah, it's changed dramatically. And, um, you know, I'm constantly sort of saying thank you and thank you for the additions that we get and the, the extra support that we get. And sometimes I'm then reminded to like stop saying thank you. Something should have just, never been a, an ask but um yeah i can't can't fault it now um we get fully expensed for any anything that we need um we get all the kit that we need we get yeah. hotels covered for us we get travel covered for us and we get match fees the same as the men so um in terms of that um progression it's been very much welcomed but it's been great um and it just really it just really helps it really does help and you know, in the past, I think there's been players who have had to give up their cricket for their career or um, whatever reason. But I think now with the support that we can get, you can sort of think a little bit more about it, whether you need to because the support's there. Um, don't get me wrong, the, the contracts, I think, is the next step, part-time contracts even. Definitely, but yeah. to get some of our players on some form of retainers will really help. Um, we've got a massive step in the right direction with Mark Cole's appointment and him being full-time. Um, which has been great, but I think a challenge that he's faced has not been able to access full-time players. Yeah. So, um, you know, that will be hopefully the next step. I don't know when, um, but yeah, the, there's the foundations are in place now, which is really, really cool. And yeah, you just can't compare it to, yeah. gosh, what, six, 16 years ago, maybe, I think, kind of, from a master's level, but yeah, about 16 years. What was the first stash? Was it that MB Malik stuff? The, oh, no, I don't think white... I had. No, I seem to. I remember the remember the white tracksuit, like pro oh, star. Pro, pro star, yeah. Yeah, that was I feel like, like that must have been around about the time. Nine, two thousand ten, maybe. Yeah, nah, it must, be, must have been before then. Sturridge, Sturridge had a decent stash of kits on kit for a wee while. Ah, true. Quite like there, there, there was a little grey and uh, yellow sort of design that was. Uh, oh, aye, yeah, that's quite smart. One of my favourites. Aye. Yeah, that pro star tracksuit that. <laughs> all it was all white, wasn't it? Oh, there yeah. was like a really light blue. Yeah, top with it was it. Uh, pretty embarrassing. Yeah, great clobber. Scotland turning up in the shell but suits. The stuff now is pretty good, though, is it not? Yeah, grey knuckles is great. Aye. It's absolutely great. 
um, I think every club in the country though has got the Craig Nichols stash, so we all look too similar when we're walking Aye. around. But... We're lining lining Munzy's pockets. He's there. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that. That was you. <laughs> <laughs> what a joke. Um, but where are we going from there, Liam? <laughs> I was going to I was going to ask particularly. Obviously, you'd mentioned like. Um, folk getting off school for, yeah. for example and I was going to chat a little bit about um, Catherine Fraser who featured yeah. in uh, most of the games and, and bowled, bowled very well um, yeah. is, she, is she our next is she our next one to perhaps follow in the kind of braces and yeah I, I kind of you know what I hope I hope there is many more to follow in the braces footsteps like we don't want to lose them to the to the Scotland setup, and, and we haven't lost any braces or Adamaxes yet um, no but I think, you know, especially whilst Cricket Scotland aren't in a position to offer contracts, and that's not a secret, it's, you know, that they want to, and if they could, then if they could tomorrow, they would. Right. Um, whilst that's not possible, I think we need to encourage as many girls to sort of go down and pick up part-time retainers or get a full-time salary to be a cricketer. It's so cool that, I'm slightly jealous, but it's so cool <laughs> that they, they're having that opportunity to do that. Um, but yeah, Catherine Fraser is 17, going on about 30. Like, she... <laughs> Is oh she's got such a mature head on her shoulders. Um, she's a brilliant kid. She just loves the game. Um, and she's extremely talented. So we're very lucky that she's picked cricket because I think there's a few sports and a few other uh, hobbies oh, that yeah. she's uh, succeeds at. But um, yeah, she she's just brilliant. She's already a key part of the team at the young age that she is. Huge, huge uh, future ahead of her. So if she got any call up to head out to Australia or head down to England and play, like oh, we wouldn't we wouldn't think twice about stopping her and getting as much experience as she can. Um, she's had a good good season with the bat as well, which again she's someone you would sort of just put in the bowling bowling role. But you know she's starting to post some totals and um, yeah, she's a really good asset for us to have. So let's hope we can keep a hold of her. Did you watch much of the hundred Abbey? What did you think of it? Yeah, I I was never. Um, I was always quite excited about it anyway. I was never one of these people that was a bit like, oh, just T20 or 20 balls shorter. But um, so I was always quite excited about it. And especially having the Bryces and Abta, um, we knew sort of for a wee while before it was announced that they were going to be in it. So um, yeah, I watched, it took a wee while while to understand the graphics on the screen. (laughs) And then I sort of, I was looking at the sides and I was like, something's changed here. And I was sitting watching it with the team. Um, I was away with under 17 girls in in Scarborough for the weekend. It was when the first match was on. So it was actually quite um, cool sitting watching it with them. And someone had pointed out that they're moving up and then it's moving down when you're chasing. I was like, oh, that's quite like that. But once I got used to the graphics and things, I I just thought it was great. I just tell I'll be you honest, Abby, I didn't, I didn't your, watch too much uh, of the men. What was that? They did not just tell you, Granny Abby, put your TV glasses on. <laughs> That's true. They didn't yet. They, they're not brave enough yet. It's just <laughs> the seniors that uh, do that. No, I didn't watch much of the men's, I have to be honest. Um, but I personally enjoy watching women's cricket. And I think um, the 100 has just been such a good vehicle to just further like promote that and just have more cricket fans watch women's cricket and stop thinking of it as women's cricket and men's cricket and it's right. just cricket um and that's been really cool and i had quite a lot of my friends um so my, my friends and my family do not watch cricket they do not follow it they still even struggle to understand when i tell them my scores um so i'm not from a cricket background whatsoever but it was quite cool to see a few of them um, message me and say I've just watched the game on the BBC and it was like really cool and we should go down and we should have some pints at a game sometime <laughs> and I was like wow it's taken the hundred for them to actually get excited never mind the 150 times I've played for my country they've not shown any interest <laughs> in that but um, 
yeah, I'll take a win in that. Like that was, was really cool to see. So it's even starting to convert just sports fans. So for me, no brainer, it was a success. And yeah, yeah, hopefully there's many more seasons of that to come, especially on free to air. Aye. Yeah. It's how we're going to grow the sport, let's be honest. Aye, exactly. Yeah, well, get did, on the BBC. Yeah. Did you speak to Abitan, um, Sarah and Catherine about, about their experience with Abby? Did, you, did they, what was, what did they think of it? Yeah, they absolutely loved it. Um, for them to just train every day alongside some of the world's best players, um, even the girls that are in the county setup, you know, that they're, they're constantly learning. It's one thing that I say that, you know, I'd, whether I've reached my potential or not as a cricketer, you can never really measure it. But I have for all my days just played cricket in Scotland yeah. at Scottish clubs um, yeah. or within Cricket Scotland setups. And I think, you know, looking back, should I have gone away? Could I have gone away? There's all these sort of things that you ask yourself when you get to my age in your cricket career. So I think for them, like it's just, it's been huge for them to just train with different people, different coaches. Um, Abta especially, she was, you know, the Bryces have sort of brushed shoulders with this sort of likes of players before yep. and they've, they've been down in Loughborough for a few years now and had a bit of a taste for what it can be like. But um, Abta was a little bit more nervous, a little anxious sort of, being honest, questioning sort of, oh, should I, why, am I good enough? Uh, yeah, and, and and it's all valid, you know, thoughts for her to to think before she went down. We, we told her that you're there because they've seen how good you are and how successful you can be. So, um, yeah, she she just absolutely loved it. Uh, she just come back from it so enthusiastic. Um, she was able to bring a lot of uh, new ideas to the team in Spain. Uh, so, yeah, fingers crossed to see them can be going forward and, and hopefully you know the likes of Catherine Fraser and there's some other girls in the team can maybe be recognised and called up um, I think now that everyone's seen this because we, we were offered to, to go for, put yourself forward for it um, mm -hmm. just through our involvement with the county stuff and hopefully everyone did you know there's no there was no harm in doing so um, and that's why, why Abda was picked up through that but hopefully they, they keep putting interest out there and girls can keep putting themselves forward and yeah, if you don't ask, you don't get. But um, yeah, if we can get more and more Scottish girls in that competition, it'd be great. Or mm -hmm. a Scottish franchi franchise. How good yeah, would that I know. Absolutely. Plus, like yeah. people talk, don't they? Do you know, know what I mean? So imagine, you know, they've saw Abtango. Jeez, I can't even bother. You yeah. know, you know, who else is coming through up there? Or would you I recommend know. us a player? Or yeah. we're looking for Abby, Abby Hogg. Abby Hogg. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I actually listened to the... Cricket Scotland podcast this week and Mark Coles is on that and he he'd actually said on the back of the Aye. qualifiers that you know there's a couple of teams in Australia that have got in touch with him and he's put they were looking for a spinner so straight away Mark's put you know Abta Catherine Fraser forward and it's just things like that it's just if you can't see it you can't be it and you know if we we are never given a platform to show that we exist then how are people going to know we're here see, um, from, see from watching the the hundred there's like and I've not worked with a lot of female cricketers, but even working with Megan and Abby, yeah. they're they're more than good enough to play yeah. at that level. Like no doubt yeah. about it. Was, uh, yeah, it's, they're they're both good players, and they could easily play. That's again yeah. some of the players I watch. They could easily play and be better than them. Yeah, exactly, and that's what like you know, Kirsty Gordon had a yeah, Kirsty Gordon had a, a brilliant hundred. Um, she's yeah. obviously down in, in representing England, or she's you know she's in that set up. Aye. So we did unfortunately lose Kirsty to, to Scotland, but she's still down there representing and it's still quite cool to see that you know she was a product of our pathways. Yeah. Um yeah, so is she a professional a huge... cricketer then, Abby? Yeah, she or she was um she lost her England contract this year. Um you don't have to she... say with a smile on your face, Abby. 
I did the same with this girl. So yeah, she unfortunately lost her England contract, but you know she's one she's bounced back bloody hard by the, the performance that she did in the hundred. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not sure where her sort of domestic contract is at the moment, or or what that situation is, but um, no, I had, it was a tough time losing Kirsty. I, I probably, in hindsight, didn't handle it the best. I was still uh-huh. to the national team at the time, and Kirsty will be first to sort of tell you that. But um, we've made up now, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she, she, you know, she had a great first few seasons down in England, and she deserved everything that she got. So uh, she worked hard for it. So fingers crossed. You know, she'll she'll get another contract next year. It's it's quite cutthroat down there. Um, mm. And it's it's tough, and she's finding out the hard way, unfortunately, about a professional cricketer. Aye. But it's bloody resilient. So um, yeah, that's that's the Scottish in her anyway. So well, ho- hopefully the I mean the pay when I first started watching under, I thought it was equal pay, but it's yeah. a complete joke how it's the difference in pay. Like yeah, they, they, should, they should they should bring it up, and that would encourage people to do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Go for it. Definitely, I don't know the nights about the the values of them, but I do know that yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't equal contracts, but I think the no. prize money was equal. So that was sort yeah, of where right. the that yeah. was the PR sort of move when they talked about equal pay. It was equal prize money. Um, so Sarah Bryce, Bryce, Sarah getting, Sarah Bryce uh, will be doing all right. Yeah, we tried to say the drinks were on her, but you know she's not a drinker, so she was never going to put her hand in her pocket for a round. But um, <laughs> or I think or I think she claimed she hadn't been paid her winnings yet, so something like that. <laughs> but um, and Abta as well, she got third place with the uh, Phoenix. Um, I think they got a wee share of the pot too. Ah, Unfortunately, our skipper missed out on that but <laughs> um yeah so it's it was a bit of a shame to see uh it was a, a whole tournament promoted on that sort of equality side of things but yeah. the, the contracts were absolutely not equal and that uh, that was a real big shame but a, i don't know a, whether it's the right thing to say they've got to start somewhere uh, they do have to I start somewhere really, yeah. Yeah. i'll talk about me saying thank you for things that just should be isn't right yeah yeah is it right from the start but um yeah the, the platform is there now i guess and at least with, with the successes that have come from it and people have enjoyed it and the feedback that they've had then hopefully that pressure will be put on them by the public to you know make things genuinely equal yeah, yeah. and the way the way it's going if that the way you guys are going out to play your cricket there's no reason why there wouldn't be seven eight years playing in the hundred next year or in a couple of years time or hopefully yeah. in a big bash over there that's was, that's the thing was, and that's that's what we're always sort of saying and that's where the girls will get their belief from is that they are good enough to Aye. to play amongst and that's certainly what's helped dad to have you know she's uh she's come back and realized she is good enough and she can compete um but i think the challenge is always going to sit with whilst it's an, an ecb competition that they want to bring in the players who will be eligible for england um, and you can't really argue with that they, i do i think they have a duty of care to look after associate countries yeah um, I do. I think that's should they're sort of the big brother, aren't they? That they should be helping us where they can. And um, you know, it was good to see three girls in the in the competition, but we could have more that could compete. And uh, there there was one Dutch Dutch player in in the mix, and uh, one of the Irish girls were drafted in the sort of the back end of the tournament. But yeah, if if Lamanga's she's a good player, isn't she, Gabby Wood? Yeah, she, she is. Good. She's a cracking player. Um, really good and. and Again, scarily young, so um glad she wasn't in my era, <laughs> so to speak. But she, uh, yeah, great, great player. Um, I think she only ended up playing a couple of games. But I think for Ireland, it's it's tough because they do classes overseas, yeah, um, because they're full member status. So she could only get in when Dana had gone back to India. Uh, okay. So a little bit tougher for them, but it, it was the same. Where, priorities same where... lie. So I think 
Yeah, that... it was the same with Paul Sterling in the men's. He just yeah. got drafted in for the, what the semi final and the final, and yeah. made yeah. a what did he make a hundred and then a sixty in the final? Um, or something? Was, yeah, he did. He he had a decent game, that's for sure. Right. Um, I, I would like to see a lot more of the Scotland guys drafted in. You know, I think yeah. the way Munzi can hit a cricket ball, Kyle can still post huge totals. They, you know, there's we have some class players in Scotland, and it was just real a real shame that none of the sort of contracted Scotland boys got a go. Um, yeah. You know, it's funny, it's funny what you said about Abda being anxious about and like worrying if she was good enough. Yeah. Because Craig Wallace, yeah. he got the chance to go and play in the CPL and he oh, was wow. in, he was basically being put forward, asked to enter the draft and it was me, believe it or not, who got all the agreements and whatever for him and yeah. then he just, he just, he just ghosted it, said, nah. I said, why do you not do it? He said, I just don't think I'm good enough. Oh, do you know what man. I mean? It's, so it happened. Yeah. That, and associate men's and it, cricket as well. It does, and it's tough because I can totally understand, you know, why Wally would think like that or why Abta would think like that because I'd be exactly the same, but you just, nah. you got to try, yeah. You don't know until you try and if it turns out that you weren't good enough then you'll find it pretty quickly and you won't do it again but you've tried and that's just... Yeah, exactly. It, yeah, it, it helps promote our Scottish cricket as well, doesn't it? The more we can get faces into different competitions like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, fingers crossed there'll be many more to come and we can get both our men's and women's players in amongst them. So, yeah, I mean, that bring, uh, brings us on to domestic matters. And I just want to speak a little bit about um, you touched on a couple of times the Super Series this season, obviously finished five all and was um, over two sides. I saw a couple of the games, I'm quite impressed about where you're going and the kind of standard that um, matches are at. Um, how did you How did you find it? Yeah, it, it was hugely successful. Um, I think one of the first things that we sort of spoke to Mark about, um, you know, in the past in the past few years we have had a regional series and we've tried very much to be regional. Um, it was always the Eagles and the Stormers. We didn't have a third team. Um, the Stormers were, I guess, if you're speaking in men's regional terms, your mix of your uh, Highlanders and your Warriors, um, and then the Eagles were typically the Knights. So. There's already a little bit of confusion there in the messaging. Um, that's something that's going to be looked at and hopefully will be looked at. But I think what Mark listened to was that we'd said, we don't feel we're ready for three regions or, or and even the two regions. There was a massive imbalance between the skill sets within the team. You know, one team had three wicketkeepers and the other team had none. Um, so especially in the sort of COVID year that we've had when we can't get away to play series and, and other countries or other counties, it was a bit harder with costs and travel and things. We, we just said if we're going to have to play each other in order to prepare for the qualifiers, it needs to be done right and it needs to be even. So Mark was brilliant in listening to that and Cricket Scotland were brilliant in listening to that and we um, just decided to have a super series rather than a regional. So um, the coaching staff, uh, sort of sat down with the best sort of 30 names in the country, split them down the middle in terms of skill sets so they could see matchups because it was all going to be for their, them to select their squad for as well. Yeah. Um, and we were told, yeah, every Sunday for the next six weeks, here's the teams, here's your coaches, um, here's the roles that we're sort of going to ask you to try and do and it's up to you guys to go and perform to be selected. So cool. it was quite nervy, I think, as a as one of the you know national players. And um, I think in the past, we've probably all been a little bit guilty of just assuming we will be in that mix but now yeah. there's a little bit more pressure this year of no I have to put in a, a score here or I have to take wickets here in order to to be considered so the whole timing of it was great the new coach pressure was was good um but yeah it was just a huge huge success five all I mean that just 
says exactly what yeah. you need to know about yeah. how successful yeah. it was, wasn't it? The matchups were there. The, the, um, well. the balance was right, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think and it, one thing for me is it was the venues that we took the games to. Um, you know, I've I've never in my whole time of playing cricket played at Clydesdale, for example. I've never in my whole time played at Heriot. I've never played at Goldacre. So um, that, for me, was, was quite cool. Um, and to be playing on sort of our premier grounds, maybe a long time coming, but that just shows again when we get a good facility with a good pitch, you know, fresh pitch, we can post 140s, 150. Um, yep. So it was just really cool to to see that the competition was taken to good grounds, good pitches, and yeah, the teams were balanced because it helped everyone. Um, but yeah, huge, huge success. So whether we not whether we do that next season, I don't know. Um, I don't know what the plan is. Um, obviously, we do eventually want to become regionalised and uh, hopefully align with the men's and the and the pathway stuff as well because. I had a I had a girl come up to me at my club Carlton a few years ago and she had a Easter Knights top on. She said, oh, I'm a knight. And I was like, Oh, that's really cool. Like I'm an eagle. And she was just like, What's that? <laughs> and I just thought, no, Aye. like that's just everything that's wrong, isn't it? She yeah, she should either be aspiring to be an eagle or she's a mini eagle, or I should be a knight, or you know, just something different. But the fact that she didn't know that and that's hopefully what we want her to become just yeah, it was a bit alarming. So, um, yeah, they're sort of on hold at the moment with the Super Series. It worked well and it might need to be the same next year. Yeah. If we can continue to grow the numbers, then who knows, we might, we might be regionalised and, and align with the men um, yeah. in the pathway tournament, which would be cool. It just shows you, like, the difference. You've just said you haven't played a lot of cricket at Clydesdale and Goldmaker and you thought that was a good thing. Like, I yeah. personally, I hate, I don't hate playing cricket there, but I don't think they're yeah. that good the grounds. You yeah. know I mean, like, Grange is miles better than both of them. Yeah, I've oh, played, played at Grange once in my but life, but that's you, it. You girls should play more games at Grange. Like, yeah. the wicket there is the best by a country mile. Like, you get good yeah. wickets in other places, but Grange yeah. consistently really stands out. That's where you should be playing your home international yeah. games. And hopefully, yeah. it gets, hopefully it gets to that at some point. But. The, the rare times that we've had sort of home internationals for the women, it's it does unfortunately always seem to land in August. So ah, okay. we just can't compete with the, the fringe festivals, hotel ah, yeah. prices and stuff like that. <laughs> so it has just been really unlucky. Um, but and I, don't, and I don't want it to sound like either that we've been on terrible pitches and terrible works. Like what we have always tried to do, and I say we as in you know, Cricket Scotland and, and the administrators, whoever's sort of been organised yeah, at the tough. time, is we want, we want to take the games to grounds that one really appreciate ha- us having there and, and it's a big deal and they put on a, a you know a bit of an event and and also just yeah. to places that have supported girls and women's cricket because I think that's important you know it goes hand in hand really with being sort of wanted to, to be hosted but yeah um yeah I, I just think it's it's all they're not going to argue you know some of the grounds that we had have been at in the past they don't have full-time ground staff and that's yeah. no fault of their own it's just the landscape of Scottish cricket and um so it's just things like that I think in order for us to develop, we do need to be playing on the best pitches and fresh pitches and um, good facilities. And yeah. that's you've what used, the Super Series has shown this year. You've used Dumfries a fair bit. That's a quality ground. Yeah, the, the groundsman Dumfries has done a, done a great job. Um, we were there just actually on Sunday. It's going to plug in, plug Carlton's Scottish Cup victory. Hey. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, Dumfries is brilliant. It, it is brilliant. Um, the good ground, good club, brilliant volunteers. Um, you know, it's always a really, really welcoming place to, to visit and they've done over and above their part for women and girls cricket. Um, so, yeah, it's great going there. It's just just a bloody long drive. <laughs> <laughs> and that's coming from Edinburgh. So I feel sorry for those that are coming uh, even further north than that. But um, hey, they've got to do it every second week, don't they? So that's only fair. True. Yeah, so you had a good year with uh, 
with the Carlton team this year, didn't you? Yeah, we did. Um, well, the whole club, I think, has had a decent year, uh, which has been quite cool. Um, but yeah, we've done the double, so no other women's women's club teams done the double before. So we've made a little bit of history there, which is cool. Um, and we've just got a really, really good good women's section of the club. Um, we've got, you know, in an 11 on a weekend, we can have a 14-year-old girl all the way through, you know, maybe playing her third or fourth season, all the way through to sort of a mid-50-year-old woman who's maybe just started playing cricket. And and right. then you've got national team players in there. You've got complete beginning. Like, it's just such a mix. And you'd think on paper it, it shouldn't work, but it, it just does. Right. Um, so, yeah, we're very fortunate to have a really good women's side of the club. But I have to say that the, the, the work that Carlton has put into growing that has been massive. Um, yeah. They just keep even amazing us and sort of they think of things before we've sort of asked for them. And that's when you know you, you're at a good club that supports right. Yeah. that side of things so um yeah it was really good the captain a bit of a nightmare sorry i can't hear you i said i heard the captain's a bit of a nightmare <laughs> <laughs> yeah well she's uh she likes us a little bit of a tantrum it's that was drumming surname that i dare mention but um yeah a little bit of role reversal there i think i've been her captain for a number of years at scotland stuff and uh, she's now getting her payback so. <laughs> Uh, she's she actually been she's been really good uh you'll know yourselves the work that sort of club captains put in don't they off the pitch there's a lot of a lot of stuff that they have to do and thankfully she's let me come home from work and not need to help her out with any of it because that's just too much <laughs> um yeah she's and it's obviously not playing for scotland anymore and her sort of scotland career ended quite badly um numerous injuries and god she was just never never away from the physio never away right. from the hospital but she's back playing her cricket and uh, she was just really enjoying it so it was really cool to see the win and uh, for all her hard work but um, unfortunately for Meagle the other the family ties to Meagle uh, that was a bit of a disappointment unfortunately we were all gutted but they yeah, gave it they gave it a good go didn't they um, it's been really cool to see them in the, the Premier hasn't it so I was gutted they didn't win on Saturday I thought they were going to do it but... yeah great story though history makers and you never know we'll see them back in the Premier next year maybe nah well, I down with the mighty Strathy Abbey. They'll, they'll, they'll <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> I, I was the same. I was in the same boat. I think I think they played the right type of cricket as well. Do you know what I yeah. mean? And I think this year as well, with no overseas, it couldn't have been you know argued that yeah. you know uh, they only got here or they only stayed here with the overseas players. Yeah. That played some good cricket, and um, I'm sure a lot of teams have enjoyed going to the ground as well. Yeah, no, definitely. I think there'll probably be some of the well, a lot of the players in the Premier that have never been. Um, mm-hmm. But it's brilliant. It's such it's a tiny village, isn't it? And the, the the welcome that they give you, and yeah, it's just great. Even this it amazes me when I see sort of the pictures of their junior staff and stuff like that. You know, it's just for me. I'm probably quite biased, but um, the work that their volunteers at the club put in is is brilliant. Uh, yeah, it's just great. So I was gutted for them, but they they gave it a good go. That's for sure. Yeah, she going she going back to Carlton. They're like a club that everyone can sort of look at as that's how you're supposed to do it like they've always had the brilliant youth system male and female and I think especially the female side they've always sort of just from looking on Twitter they've always sort of pushed for a woman's side they've always had I don't know they've got good links to the uni and stuff like that I think originally that's that's sort of where it came from Um, and they did have a good relationship with Edinburgh Uni um but they they've just they since I've been there the, the membership fees for the women's side of things like they definitely, well, in my opinion, they have to make a loss on that side of things. Like they, they really, for what we end up contributing, 
as a member, we get way over and above in return. Uh, um, but they recognise that in the, as an important role of just encouraging more people to join. Um, you know, they've got really good volunteers. They, they, they hire good coaches to coach the women's set up. Um, you know, we've had Pete Steindl in the past um, being brilliant. Um, we had Peter Ross this past year. Um, and I can't credit him enough. Like it's so difficult to turn up and ha- run a training session for you know that group of people that I just mentioned. You know, you've got thirteen-year-old girl, maybe right. first sort of year in hardball. You've got a fifty-year-old beginner who's never picked up a cricket bat before, and then you've got some Scotland players in there. And how he managed to to run a session that we can all join in with and yeah. have something to do was I don't know how he did it, but he did. Um, so Carlton have just always. They've just always supported, and and I think they've always been a good club. That if they if they didn't know the answer, they'd ask. And yeah, sometimes yeah. it's just as simple as it's, that. I know. Um, and I, the good thing is for me, like I, I do get more and more questions from from clubs and stuff as the years go on, and it's really cool um to see because we're never going to bite your head off for asking a question that's wrong or or you know, yeah, it's just all about having conversation, isn't it? So. Uh. Thankfully, I'm at a club that does sort, I would say, sets the example. Um, and yeah, they've just they've invested so much into it. So we were just delighted to get get the win for them and, and sort of say thank you to the club for the investment that they've, they've put in. It's definitely worked anyway, because you're obviously the best team by a mile. Well, it was a bit of a, it was a, bit of a touch and go final, I'm not going to lie. Aye, but that's, that's <laughs> because of our growth, though. Megan was like 60-odd, was she? <laughs> Well, you're taking our both as the winner. Well, they actually lost their semi final, I think. Yeah, they did. But Megan, yeah, Megan played for uh, Grange. Ah, yeah, okay. That's what I mean. She was playing for Grange. Did they they lose the semi final? Jesus Christ, that shows you. (laughs) Yeah, I think they didn't have a. Your research is spot on. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Liam, there's nothing in here that says about the semi finals here. Apologies, mate. Apologies. (laughs) <laughs> well, was, there was there was three games on Sunday. It was a uh, Grange v West of Scotland semi final first, ah, okay. and then there was the Carlton v George Watson College final second and uh, semi final second. Sorry, and then the final. Um, but yeah, Megan again had a had a decent effort. She did all she could to try and get her team to the final, but it wasn't to be. I thought Watson uh, and just, Grange were the same team. They were for the league. Um, ah, okay. They merged for the league, which. And yeah, I wondered if you were going to mention it because you could you imagine those teams merging for the men's stuff or anything? It's just crazy, isn't it? Um, but no, they they decided to sort of go together to make sure that they had a, a living every week, um, which, in my opinion, is a, a great idea, regardless of what clubs do it. I think if this is the way that we start getting more and more teams entered into the league to grow it, then, you know, so be it. And from that, you'll eventually end up growing your own clubs. So yeah, they merged for the league, but I think for the league cup, at the start of the year, they decided to go alone. Um, yeah, Grange, Aye. Grange are in the semi-finals, but I don't think Watson's must. They must have been put, put out earlier than that. I think we should pick a Grange Watsonians team who you play in the. If you were to merge the men's team, <laughs> that's for another podcast. I'm not joining in on that one. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I wouldn't be able to name half the girls. So uh, fair enough, Abby. Fair enough. We can do that another day. But I know Pete McSimchick would be captain. That's for sure. <laughs> but no, so overall successful season for you, Abby. Yeah, um, really good season. Um, we we it couldn't have gone any better to be honest. The from club's point of view and from national team stuff. So, uh, yeah, it was a, a bit of a long time coming. Um, I can't think. I think we've actually won one European Championships ever before, and it was a year. 
I call it a European Championships. The embarrassing thing was it was actually us, Holland, and USA. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, and it wasn't Scotland. So there's we, a we, chance your global qualifiers would be in the States because that'd be quality. Like It Miami would be cool. We were actually speaking about this. I think it would be really cool. I think from what I see, and I don't, I'm not invested in it too much, but from what I've seen about USA cricket, it does seem to be rocketing a bit. And they're getting a fair few names joining their teams mm-hmm. and even their coaching staff and things like that. Their yep. facilities will probably be pretty cool. Like things just seem to pop up in America, don't they? They, they just they do yeah, sports yeah. big, go big or go home. So uh-huh. yeah, I'd yep. love it. I'd love to go over to USA and, and play some cricket. Um, whether it'll be there, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if USA will be part of that global qualifier. I would. I would imagine they might. Um, so we'll see. But I, I think it has to go to one of the teams who qualifies. Um. And as far as I'm aware, it's not Scotland, but you never know. Never know. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not. It Obviously, it'd be good for you. After all this. It would be good for you if it's on. If it's you get home advantage, obviously, but you still want an away day. Imagine it's in like Bangkok or something, because Thailand are a good team, aren't they? Yeah, they Thailand qualified? are brilliant. Their their um, success story has just been incredible to watch. They are the nicest team you'll ever meet. Um, I think they all all live together. They're all employed by Cricket Thailand to, oh, to do coaching and stuff. And it's, it's a strange one because I think Thailand men have a team, but it's the only sort of country that I'm not actually aware of their men's team, but I'm aware of their women's team. And I can't really think of any other country that I would say that about. Nah. Um, but they, yeah, their success has been massive. Um, we, we were in Thailand in 2015, so it was a uh, pretty cool place to play. Um, so yeah, could could be there. Yeah. I know Potsy was helping out with the... The last qualifiers that were round about, and he said that they would always bow. They're always yeah. bowing when they when they greet yeah, you and they, stuff. They, yeah, at the end of the game, they, they bow so to nice. the other team and then to the crowd. I think it is. Yeah. Um, but they're just—you never see them not smiling. Like yeah. they just don't ever. They could drop a catch and they're still smiling. It's it's so strange to see at first because we're just used to seeing gr- grumpy Scottish faces. But <laughs> um, no, they're just such a humble team. Um, they don't look like the world's best cricketers, but they're just nah. they just do it. Their basics are just unreal. They're just so well drilled. Um, yeah. just get the job done. It was awesome to see. I was actually in Australia for the last Women's World Cup. Oh yeah, um, the final, didn't manage right? didn't manage to get to go and see any of their games, but um, yeah, they gave it a good go, which was cool. Well, definitely, uh, probably the brightest thing this season, anyway, is the is the kind of emergence of the women's team, isn't it? Things are things are all moving in the right direction. Participation. Well, that, oh, the Pete, Pete Ross 11 pink charts, they were pretty bright. <laughs> can, we, can we go <laughs> back to that? Them? Why have we just named them after the coaches? Can we not have picked something else? The Sutton and the Ross 11. Come on. Yeah. Well, How long did it take to come up with that one? It was uh, a little bit of a... Is this your yeah, job at Cricket Scotland, Abby? Because what, 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 would you, what would you have done? Like, would you have... You couldn't really stick with the Eagles and Stormers because there were some like there has been a little bit of uh, competition being made with the teams and like some of the Stormers was like I'm not going to be an Eagle and some of the ah, Eagles okay. were like I'm not going to be a Stormer so you couldn't yeah. really do that and then you can't really okay. pick through said, the I'd... men's regions because that would leave one out and then we couldn't say a captain's eleven because the captains were changing as part of sort of Mark's plan to put people in different positions so and you didn't really want to write the pinks with the purples did we? So it was nah. actually a really tough one. I, I did text the girls and I said, look, does you, anyone you could, have... You could have picked anything. It could have been... Uh, I, I don't know, know, but what? You're just creating other brands, aren't you? Aye, well, but... Do you know what? Next time we'll, we'll do a poll on uh, on the podcast and see what you can come up with. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or you can pick a team each. You can pick a team each and name it. Involve the sports fans. Within reason. But, uh, <laughs> see, Holly, this is, this, is, this is exactly our problem, mate. 
were too short-sighted and then someone were, who's got the kind of policy and the legal head on is telling us how it should be done. So what we're too you, simplistic in our views, mate. What, what are you at Cricket Scotland, Abby? Are you the ticket price coordinator? No. Well, sometimes. <laughs> no, I have had nothing to do with uh, <laughs> the ticket price. No comment. <laughs> there you go. We've got to say it out. But I'm I can tell you, I can tell you, we have sold out on two of the days. So just uh, the Wednesday tickets to go. So if you've not got yeah. them yet, boys. It's not a surprise. Yeah. I got off a ticket. 20 quid. Ram it. I'm not having it. I had to come <laughs> and watch as well. <laughs> you, need, you need to get them off this. Uh, yeah, I'm just smiling. I'm not. I'm not no, I'm All I say again is we've sold out in two days, and there's still one day to go. So uh, get get your tickets fast, mate. Yeah, ticket spot. We'll be back. That's we'll good. be back for that pod, won't we? You could you could do a live podcast on the sidelines. When is it again? Fifteenth, seventeenth, and nineteenth. Oh, next week. Yeah, Abby, that's a great show. <laughs> An all day. I'm sure we'd be well. We'd be well looked after, Hog. I won't be there, unfortunately. Right. So. After we've paid her 50 quid to climb over the wall. <laughs> right, wrap it up. i got to go. Okay. But thank you very much for your time, Abby. It's been, uh, it's been quality to have you on and talk some cricket with you. No, and, you're uh, very welcome. Well, to be fair, I know folk will say we're jumping on the bandwagon here because the ladies have just obviously qualified. Um, no, you did ask me last week. But you know, we'll keep, yeah, I told you I was planning, too busy. We'll be planning so. this one for a while. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's been great. I've still got my, I was going to use my mug as well. I didn't even get that one in, but I still got my halfway up. Oh, middle. Right. Yeah, yeah. Competition um, one. That's it. That's it. That was day made, especially the wee chocolate that arrived good, in as well. Good. I know. That's a nice touch, isn't it? That was a good touch, ever that was. See, I bought um, heaps of them. And honestly, I think I put one in yours and I ate the rest of them myself. <laughs> <laughs> Must be about 15 quid's worth of wee like, sweeties. It was great. It arrived in the morning. I had a chocolate for breakfast. Oh, d- don't tell the coach that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no thanks for having me um a little nice. bit worried that it just feels like it's been a bit of a blather so i'm trying to think what i've actually said now you've got me nah, it's been good it's been good but we're supposed <laughs> to go over she'd really done some power plays in that and then spoke about maybe pick the team that you've played with but we can do it another time that's fine yeah right. happy to be on again no problem quality thanks very much abby no worries guys thanks for Cheers. your time abby. Cheers. 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 Cheers.